When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Wednesday, July 7th. I'm Rudy. Last night, my date offered me some sushi off a naked body. That's the last time I'll have dinner in a morgue. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every single day, just around 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Today on the show, thanks, but no thanks. Also, Joe Exotic, eroticism in the front, tiger abuse in the back. Oh, but first... What do you say we say hi to a couple of people? What's up, Oopty? How's it going, Owen? Why, hello, Alina, Mira. Nice to see you this morning. What's up, Jules, Angela? I was like when you guys were like up early, interacting, saying what's going on. Good morning, Anna. How are you? Oh, man. Ah, you might have noticed that I had to change the colors of the lights here this morning. Because last night, it's my fault. I am the man to blame. For the loss, the Milwaukee Bucks to the Phoenix Suns, they got their asses handed to them. And it's because of me. It's because I uh, I was sitting in the wrong chair. I did not have the the yellow and gold lights in the studio. I went purple and, go- and green yesterday. And it's all my fault. And I want to apologize to Giannis and, and to Brooke Lopez and to Connaughton, who was a goddamn piss-poor son of a bitch last night. Get your ass moving. Play some defense, Pat. Sorry about that. Again, not their fault they lost. My fault. I, I was so ashamed of what the bad juju I was bringing to the team, I actually got up and left the game. I was watching it at my brother-in-law's, came back to the house, and thought maybe I could I could change it around for the Bucks. No dice. Walking away, game one losers. Good morning, Jody. What's up, Bethany? Hi, Jules. Ah, so anyway... So it's nice to see that we are all nice up Adam this morning. Things going okay. The first thing I got up and I saw this morning, and not that it's like a massive pain in the ass when people do this, because I do kind of hate it. And for whatever reason, people have to celebrate anniversaries. I just read that today, July 7th, is the 75th anniversary of former President Jimmy Carter and his wife, Rosalind. And people were kind of making a big deal about it on the news this morning. Oh, 75 years together. I read the date. It was uh, July 7th, 1946. And the first thing that came to mind was, Jesus, they got they got married before I was born. Don't you hate when people, like, have to handicap people's accomplishments, you know, and turn it back on them? Even if it makes them look bad, they still have to be able to figure out a way to... Add themselves into the mix. Like when you hear about a kid who, you know, got on YouTube and he made $200,000 this first month. There's always like some dude in his 50s that has to throw it out there and go, that's more than I make in a year. Well, yeah, no shit. (laughs) He's 
out there, you know, pounding pavement and crushing it. You're in there complaining. And by the way, probably not the best look. Probably not the best look to give somebody that you are, you know, kind of a kind of a loser. That's more than I make in a year. Yeah, of course it is. That's why we're having this conversation. You have to figure out a way to be able to add you into the mix. And I, I hate that. Just, hey, man, just, wow, $200,000. Good for that kid. I wonder how he did it. How about we try to figure out how we can make ourselves $200,000 and other people can then say stupid shit like, that's more than I make in a year. What's up, Kendra? Good morning to you. Hi, Stephanie. What's up, Chuck? Chuck, god damn, you got the cutest dog. Hot damn, that dog is cute. Chuck just got a brand new, um, uh, Chuck just got a brand new, uh, puppy named Ruben. The goddamn cutest bulldog ever. That is a bulldog of Instagram. You better make him a celebrity. Uh, Hoopty, my 15-year-old daughter jokes that she was born in a different century than I was. Don't you hate it when you see people and their birthday is like 1997 and you're like, I don't even know you and I fucking hate you. I hate everything about you. I don't like you. I don't know you. You're probably a piece of shit. You probably make more money than me. Your car is nicer, but fuck you. I don't care how nice you are. You were born in 1997. Fucking choke on it. Good morning, Jim Noter. <laughs> now, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I was watching that news report this morning with Jimmy Carter. And for how much I love the guy, this is what he had to say. Like, this is his big, here's how you get to 75 years. I'll make up and give each other a kiss before we go to sleep. You make up, you make up, and then you give each other a kiss before. That is the most cliche bullshit answer you can give people. Wouldn't it just been better if he just went, "Well, Rosalind, sometimes she'll roll over and drop a digit on me, and then I, I said, Daddy was a bad boy, and then I zip the zipper over my leather mask and say, Nighty night, give me that advice. Don't tell me that you guys." <laughs> <laughs> God damn, you know. Oh shit, I pissed off Mira. Fuck you too, I'm 1997. No, trust me, good on you for being born much later than all the old farts that are complaining these days. If we could switch, if I could take 1980, excuse me, if you could take 1980 and I take 1997, I would make that trade. I'd make it in a heartbeat, trust me. Because all you really have on this planet is time. That's it, you got nothing else. Money comes and goes, relationships come and go, houses, cars, Whatever it might be. Your favorite piece of fishing tackle? Christ, man. Charleston chews the are about the only thing that have been able to like stand the test of time. But time is all you got. So enjoy it while you got it, right? But I, I hate that. Because when you're giving people that advice about don't ever go to bed, man. You're going to always kiss and make up and then go to sleep. I'm like, your, your relationship is already great. You're already having a good time with this other person. <laughs> you know you already love them what about the people that gotta work at it what about those people those people don't have a, a say those people don't get a different piece of advice i don't know jimmy maybe you should just be like hey listen you guys should have separate bank accounts and make sure that you guys have a, a joint account that you know 25 percent of your income now that's advice that i could live by but just like eh, you know Tell her that you're not mad she ate the rest of your sub sandwich and then just go to bed. Like, that's bullshit advice. That's that's garbage advice. 75 years, that's all you got, Jimmy? Kiss her goodnight before you go to bed and don't go to bed mad? Come on, dude. It's garbage. You're the president of the... You build houses. How about, can you just give me, like, a house analogy? You know? Sometimes you just gotta pull out the hammer 
and you gotta build a little doghouse in the back. That's what that's what your wife would want. And then drop a digit and zip the zipper over the. This is the worst Jimmy Carter impression, by the way. <laughs> it is absolutely downright disgusting. The only the only other impression that I think would probably be as bad would have to be Joe Exotic. Listen, every once in a while we play these songs on on the live feed and then get booted off because Instagram's like, not on our platform. But listen to this. Joe Exotic, I saw a tiger. Tell all the hunters yeah. to lay down their guns. Tell them that the tiger oh, yeah. needs a little bit of love. Look at that velvety voice on Let Joe. Let run the jungle. Let them roam their land. Oh, yeah. Then stand back and marvel. Oh my god. What a beautiful cat. This guy. Cause I saw a tiger. Now I understand. I saw a tiger. Jesus. Love it. Tiger saw man. You gotta go mid-90s Joe Exotic, okay? You can't have any of that garbage 80s Joe Exotic. Mid-90s Joe Exotic is where it's at. Well, I just read today Joe Exotic has a brand new peacock show coming out they're gonna do a scripted series about joe exotic i was like what on what plane of existence what's the matter nbc like this is the domain of lifetime this is the domain of shitty cable like what are you doing um i'm looking at the guy's name right now kyle mcclacken um if you saw his face you know who he is he's an actor i just saw it it's on the variety uh page And he was in Twin Peaks. You might remember. If you saw the guy's face, you'd be like, I totally know who that guy is. But he's going to be playing Carl, or excuse me, Carol Baskin's husband. And I didn't even realize that they were putting this thing together. But now I'm intrigued. Because I'm telling you, sometimes things are going to have legs, regardless of, you know, time, place. I always think about, like, Carrie Underwood. Everyone goes, well, if it wasn't for American Idol, Carrie Underwood wouldn't be the household name that we know she is no bullshit she would be she's an amazing singer she's absolutely stunning and she's gorgeous and she's super talented she would have knocked it out of the goddamn park whether she had american idol or not we would be singing her praises no matter what talent like that does not get swept under the rug and joe exotic has a little bit of a niche he's got a talent on being a good self-promoter and this guy took what was supposed to be you know, these I, I guarantee the guys like the production people behind this whole documentary thing, when they started putting that show out, were just like, holy shit, this they could see from a mile away that this was going to be amazing. Uh, let's see. We got to say hi to some people. What's up, Courtney? Nice to see you. Tootsie. Hello. Uh, let's see. Uh, Preston, what's up? Hi, Nancy. Morning to you. Um, let's see. Haley, good morning. All right, so we're talking about Joe Exotic, in case you're just joining the show. And uh, Joe Exotic uh, has this new show coming out on Peacock. And as I've just been kind of like following this, the reason the trajectory of that show took off is because we probably would have watched it um, regardless. But the fact that it came out like the week that the entire country just went on lockdown, we had no choice but to watch it. And now people are just sitting around sharing it, with nowhere to go, can't go to the gym, you're stuck at home with the kids, you sneak away to get a half hour of Netflix, and what do you want to watch? 
You want to watch people that have it way worse than you. Their life is nothing but goddamn chaos. And that's what you want. And that's what Joe Exotic gave to us. That's what Tiger King fed us. And it was the, it came at the right time. It came when we needed it most. We needed something to distract us. And it really did. Every day we were going to work and, and chatting about, holy Christ, could you imagine, you know, living that lifestyle? And did you get to episode six yet? Did you see the episode? I'm not giving anything away. It's been out for a while. If you haven't watched it by now, you're probably not going to. But did you see where his boyfriend accidentally shot himself? Like, oh my God. It was, it was really, that story is, you can't script it better than what they got, man. And that was real life. You couldn't have written it better. So why they're trying to do a show on NBC where it's going to be scripted is nowhere going to be anywhere near as good as what we got to see for the behind the scenes at the, the, the Tiger Sanctuary. It was just goddamn delicious and we ate it up and we loved it. Uh, Scooter, oh my God, totally distracted me. Yeah. And the people who would talk about like, oh, I'm not going to like listen to, you know, the... Uh, reality television. I'm not going to indulge. I'm not going to give those people a platform. They all bought in because that's what everybody was talking about. So I get that NBC wants to capitalize. You know, they, they used to do this stuff back in like the eighties and nineties. You know, they'd make like made for TV movies about Lorena Bobbitt or, you know, uh, Amy was it Joey Buttafuoco and Amy. God damn it. Somebody is going to help me in the Instagram live feed here in just a second. Hey, what's up, Nicole? Thank you for stopping by. Nelly, nice to see you. Um, but yeah, I uh, I couldn't believe it when I saw it this morning that they had announced that they're going to be making this Tiger Tiger King for NBC. The script, I, I, I just don't know where you'd go with it. The story is this so goddamn del- Amy Fisher. Thank you, Scooter. Amy Fisher. Well, they used to make these things all the time. And they were, fuck, man. They were like, awesome. You got to see like the behind the scenes or like, you know, and then Joey Buttafuoco would come out and he'd be like, there's not another fucking, I'm not that fucking guy. I'm not that guy. I'm, not, I'm like, you're, you're a piece of shit auto mechanic who ripped people off. Of course you would fuck a 17 year old. And then she would go and shoot your wife in the face. That's the fucking, that's what we want to see. Why do you think they're bringing Joe Exotic to NBC? Jesse May, good morning. Um, that's why they're doing this shit. Fuck. And it's awesome. And we're going to fucking eat it up. I'm telling you. <sighs> I guess I was, I'm, I'm just more upset about the fact that nobody had asked me if I wanted to play Joe Exotic's boyfriend. The guy with the missing teeth, because we're about the same height, same build. Um, you know, I think he's got a couple more shitty tattoos than I do. I mean, mine ain't great, but I know his are just like, whew, those are some bad, bad tattoos. All right, moving on. So uh, first off, I'm sure people have understood the story about what's been going on the last couple of weeks with my life and uh, how I'm not on... I'm not in radio anymore and I'm just, I'm, I'm walking away from it. Here's, it's very, it's nice of people to do it and I get it and I want to say thank you. Good morning, Mel. Thank you for jumping on the, uh, the live stream. And I, I, it's nice and it's flattering, but here's the thing about it. That fucking business is filled with so many people that don't know how to do shit. And their expectation is... You have two people on this planet, people who know how to do shit and people who know how to convince people to do shit who know how to do shit. And that is it. That is a thousand percent it. I've gotten two job offers to go be people's producers in other markets. And I'm like, are you, what the fuck? No, there's not a chance in hell. First off, I love Minnesota. 
there's not a chance in hell I am leaving this place. My kid is here, my home is here. You wanna fucking leave that? That's, I drink there every day. Why would I pack all this shit up and move halfway across the country for it to go do your production? Are you, fuck you. I'm not leaving that. That's the best part of my life right there. That bar, I drink there every day. I, why would I pack my shit up and go? I am flattered that you would ask, but the deal is, um, the deal is people will ask you to go work for them because they don't know how to do shit. I like working for people. You ever heard that old adage, a good boss will never ask you to do something that they themselves would not want to do? That fucking business is filled with nothing but people who don't know how to do shit. And if you know how to do shit, they will fucking have you do it and then steal all the credit. That is the way that business works. So fuck that. I appreciate the offer, but you guys can take your producing jobs and shove them up your ass. I'm not fucking doing it. There's not a chance in hell. I would much rather sit in my basement and make fucking silly little videos all day and be broke than go fucking work for those people. There's not a chance. Emily, so off subject, I love your shirt. Thank you very much. I like this shirt too. I bought it on day number one of uh, Pride Month and wore it uh, to the show at Sisyphus. On, well, I wore it in between, obviously. Because uh, I only have like, I don't know, four or five decent t-shirts because I pit out so goddamn fast. Ugh. But um, I, uh, uh, yeah, I bought it day one of Pride and then wore it last day of Pride over at Sisyphus Brewing at the show we did for Punchline Punchout. So thank you. But anyway, getting back to the subject. I'm, listen, flattered. If you are somebody who is in radio who was like, hey, we're going to probably drop you a line. And say, no, just keep, just don't even waste your, don't waste the email. Don't waste your time. I'm not doing it. I'm done. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm tired of going to have the work for people who aren't willing to goddamn learn themselves. I had to have a conversation with somebody that I produced a show for once. And I'm like, listen, you are a 20 year veteran in this business and you don't know how to make your own commercials. How do you get this far without it? That's right. You fucking have other people who do shit for you, who are dumb enough to do it for you. Don't be that person. If you know how to do stuff, make sure that you are well compensated for it. I work for people now because I feel like they have worked their ass off to get to where, the, where they are. Now, if anybody's like, well, what do you, what do you mean? Like, this, and I'm, this is nothing against like the show I formerly left. I feel like there's people that are involved in that building that are incredibly smart, who have got their shit together, who have worked very hard. I'm just saying, the people in the last like 48 hours that have reached out and been like, hey, so we got this job and we were wondering, no, I'm not taking it. I'm not doing it. I'm not moving. I'm not packing up my shit. You, stay where you're at, my friend. You guys figured out how to do it on your own. At least try to make an effort. Because I had to go to this person and, and say, hey, you don't know how to make your own commercials. Can you just do me a favor? And can you at least like try a little bit? Like, meet me halfway. Because I'm doing all the work, and you're getting all the money. You're making, you're making four times the money I am, but I'm the dude who's putting all the shit together for you. And you ain't kicking back any money towards me. So, do me a favor, and how about halfway? I'll meet you halfway. How about that? How about you learn how to, like, record yourself, get some of the parts, I'll put it all together, and then we'll send it out. But people won't do that. Because they're just like, then they get angry like I'm the asshole because I decided to, to not. No, you go figure it out. My good friend Tiffany Norton, who I've, I've worked with for a long time, she kind of got pissed at me right away. And she brought this up like two weeks ago that Tiffany would ask me to do something that was not a part of my job. 
And I would go, I would say, uh, no. And she would get angry about it, right? And not angry, not like, not, she wouldn't be mad about it, but she would just be like, why? Like, can you just help me? And I'm like, listen, there's that old adage about teach a man to fish, she, he'll eat for a lifetime. There is a plethora of, of YouTube tutorials that will teach you how to do everything that you are asking somebody else to do. Do yourself a favor and go learn how to do it. Because eventually those people will just figure out your bullshit and they will move on. And they won't do it for you anymore. They won't deal with you. So you're going to have to figure it out. I mean, why do you think mama birds kick their freaking, you know, kick their babies out of the nest at some point? Because they can't keep feeding them. They have to be able to go on and do their own thing. Ah, let's see, Jamie. Oh man, I missed something. You're fired up. Ha ha. Now, listen, and I'm flattered that anybody would even drop a line and go, hey, because there is like a short amount, there's this very small window that after you leave a radio job, you got about three months where your name is fresh. And then after that, people forget about you. Trust me, I get how this all works, right? I totally 1000% get how it all works. So yeah. I mean, unless it was like a job where you had to, you have to leave, you have to pack up, you have to go. It's the money's right. The situation's right. The content is right. You know, they're giving you freedom. Then you have to take it. But for everybody else, keep your jobs. I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. Totally good. Uh, Jamie, you have to do what's best for you and know your fucking worth. Then there's nothing wrong with that. No, I totally get it. I totally get it. And that's the one thing, man, like. I don't know if Jesse May is still on the uh, the live feed or not, but uh, I do some work for Jesse May Peluso. And the thing about Jesse May is I don't think anybody realizes is that technically she's pretty goddamn smart. When I first started working with her, she was doing things that other comedians are usually sussing out to find other people to do for them. She's recording all of her own podcasts. She's figuring out, you know, the way the microphone works or what sort of the best settings are. And she's going and she's finding all of these things to be able to help not only better her product, but better herself. And that's the main thing. Like anytime you have a sink that's clogged, figure it out before you call a plumber. Try. And even if you you can't get it or you fuck it up, you can call a plumber and he'll come back and fix it. But Make doing accompli- accomplishing feats begets accomplishing feats. That's a thousand percent true. You can go out and do all this shit, and uh, it will help you the next time you have a thing because you will figure out. And sometimes it's just about trying to figure out how to get to the end of this. And that's the biggest thing. Problem solvers, just be a problem solver. That's all you got to do. What's up, Poovy? Uh, just be a problem solver. And how you do that is by helping yourself and not asking for people to come over. And obviously big jobs, you're going to have to find other people because you just can't do it. But at least be curious about it. At least figure out a way to be able to figure out what that person is doing and apply it to your own life. Should you do every project by yourself? No. (laughs) Ask any wife who's ever had a husband who's like, I'm going to remodel the bathroom. And then nine months later, you're still trying to shit by two by fours. I'm telling you. Sometimes it's just best to hire people. But in most cases, the small things in life, figure it out. Just figure it out. Much better. To everybody who has dropped me a line over the last couple of days, you know, there's two in particular where, like, I got their text message. I was like, are you shitting me? Like, you guys are the laziest people I've ever met in my life. There is no way in hell I would pack up my family. (laughs) Seriously? 
I could drink there every day and enjoy myself or go work at a station and be miserable. No, I'm doing that. I'm staying right here. I'm taking a long walk to Cleveland every single day. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every day, just around 9.45 a.m., we go live uh, on Instagram. Scooter, my biggest answer, I say, is look up on YouTube. I'm sure you can figure it out. You're helping other people. You are helping them by not helping them. I mean, they talk about tough love. Sometimes you just need tough tutorial. Ooh, that's a t-shirt. Tough tutorial. Hey, tough tutorial. Uh, Jamie, 100%. Yes, I'm a single mom and have found the benefit in YouTube University. Now I know woodworking and auto mechanic basics. Just try. All you got to do is try. That's it. It's the goddamn easiest effort. Just a little bit of effort. And even if you fail, there's somebody out there that can come back and help you. Yes, you might have to eat a little crow. You might have to come back and be like, you yeah, know, well, I kind of screwed this up. And that person's probably going to mock you and ridicule you. But at least, you know, you made the attempt. And the biggest thing about that is learning how to make the attempt, getting up and doing something. That is going to help you oh, exponentially more down the road. You're going to be a problem solver. Be a problem solver. Just figure these things out, okay? Well, once again, you guys, we're going to call this a podcast, but thank you very much. I really do enjoy it. And thank you again for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.